the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Mark Honf of Pacific Private Money. Um, our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. That certificate's worth over $100. And the certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Thank you very much for supplying that, Tan Bella. Uh, today's trivia theme is general trivia. Mark, it's just you and me today. What do you got going on? on yeah you know i'm uh hopefully my voice will hold out okay i'm still you know got this lingering cold thing and you know yeah. i kind of was so i had avoided it for so long you know, in, you know december january february people all around me were getting sick and you know just you know last week uh, you know just end, end of march all of a sudden it just bam it hit me so, so i'm a little bit a little bit congested and and uh feeling a little and this this is a weird strain it, it makes you feel fuzzy everyone said that to me my wife has said that and my coworkers, yeah. and i think you said that to when you when you were under the weather a couple uh, weeks back, you said, I'm it. just I'm just not thinking straight. Yeah. And nothing worse than that, feeling like your IQ just went down about 50 <laughs> points. <laughs> That's when you have to make sure you don't make any important decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah no kidding. But it's been an interesting week. Um, again, you know, we've got uh, the stock market has uh, had another volatile week, you know, up and then down and then up again. But, uh, you know, it's still you know below 25,000. And, of course, it hit a high of 26,000 back in January. 27, so. I think, at uh, one point. Tw- yeah. I don't know if it closed there, but it actually Yeah, hit I think 26,500. Was 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 the, was the high? Yeah. So you know it, it keeps every time it it seems to to get back toward that twenty five thousand dollar mark. Something uh, happens in the news that causes uh, somebody the jitters, and all of a sudden <laughs> all the sheep follow closely behind, and the stock market goes down five hundred points. So you know it's just it's a lot of volatility, and and uh, and from an investment standpoint, you know you don't like seeing that. You know the last ninety days have been okay. Well, you know stocks are kind of you know going here and there, but uh, are they going to you know gradually increase and go north? Because, again, if you're making investment decisions today with new money, I mean, notwithstanding that, you know, hopefully you're in the stock market with a portion of your portfolio and that maybe you've been invested for a number of years, hopefully, and that uh, and that you are maybe, you know, as, as some uh, stock market investors are proponents of like dollar cost average investing oh, and, yeah. and those types of things. But, um, but you know, if you're sitting on cash today, you know, you got to be asking yourself, hey, it just it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. So do I want to, you know, um, increase my exposure to the stock market? Um, you know, that's number one. You got cryptocurrencies are still uh, uh, taking a beating uh, with Bitcoin being the most famous. It's uh, traded under 7000 this week. So, you know, there was a <laughs> very, very strong run up in the beginning of the year. And then yeah. all, now all of a sudden it's been doing nothing for basically weeks on end. So there's another one, which and again, we've talked about this in the past, where if you want to invest in Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies, um, you know, just make sure you understand that it's more speculation than investment. 
investing um, speculation, meaning we really don't know what drives the price. Uh, and yeah, it's, and it's oftentimes um, driven by the media and by consumer sentiment and other types of things. But but no, you know, it's not like, you know, stocks, you've got companies backing it, companies who are making real money and yeah. have an employ actual people. Uh, you don't have that situation with, with cryptocurrencies, at least not yet for the for the most part. And so, you know, that's a speculative play. And if you want and if you want to invest in those, just just understand that, you know, you may hit a home run, you may hit a triple or you, you know, you may not see that that money you invest in there. I mean, again. I, I wonder I'm kind of surprised that it's actually even legal. You know, it's almost like, you know, like pyramid schemes are illegal. Well, and that's What's, the thing, because the government is actually taking a look at this. Yeah. So, it, it, I mean, it's so new as an investment option. So, but, you know, just to kind of carry on with, with you know, with, with uh, um, you know, we always have a short period starting out the best of investing here uh, um, before we go to our first break. And I just wanted to kind of warm up uh, uh, this show by saying, you know, what, what I wanted to talk about today, since it's just you and me, is that, uh, you know, over the last 10 years, that Pacific private money has been in existence, we've developed a kind of a menu uh, of investment options uh, where you can invest in high yield investments that are backed by real estate. And we now have three ways that you can participate in debt investing, uh, which is secured by real estate and, and, you know, and even the real estate market itself, um, you know, are we near the top? Uh, we're still appreciating in most markets, including California, but it's, you know, it's, it's awfully rich right now. And, and I know myself personally, um, I've scaled back my investment in actual real estate and I'm, I'm really investing most of, um, my, um, discretionary income into debt investments. I just think... What's well, a good hedge, I actually. think debt is, yeah. is if, if it's done correctly, it has safety and security features that you just don't see in most other investment options. And I'm earning 7 and 8% on, on the monies I'm investing personally in our own products at Pacific Private Money. And we're going to talk a little bit more about those three different products, uh, three ways to invest uh, in the show today. Yeah. Um, I, I like that. A guy who puts his money where his mouth is. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Uh, and Especially when it's when it's your own company, that kind of tells me a little bit even more that it's uh, a little bit better than your average bear. All right, here's our uh, first trivia question: um, In a standard Monopoly game, how much money do you collect for finishing second in a beauty contest? Ooh. You remember that one of those community chest one of those dance? cards. One yeah. of those cards. Okay, that's our trivia question. Uh, first caller with the correct answer is going to win the tanning certificate. Call 888-912-1190 to answer that question. In a standard Monopoly game, how much money do you collect for finishing second in a beauty contest? And don't touch that dial because the best of investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with Mark on Pacific Private Money. First trivia question. In a standard Monopoly game, how much money do you collect for finishing second in a beauty contest? Uh, $25. $10. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I wonder how much first is. Of course, this is back to 1936 is when they uh, started. And that was the a game. lot of money in 1936. Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> hey, you want to make a quick mention here. Ready for this? The Sonoma Orchid Inn. If you want to relax and enjoy life in Sonoma County and set aside anxieties, less than five minutes from an amazing coastal redwood forest, you'll find the Sonoma Orchid Inn across the street from the Russian River. Corbell Champagne Cellars is right next door. Check them out at SonomaOrchidInn.com or call them. 
them at 707-869-4466. So, Mark, you're going to tell us three ways uh, to invest in debt instruments. Well, first of all, there's there's two primary ways, maybe three if you include REITs, but uh, um, two primary ways to invest in real estate. One's, one's to buy real estate. Uh-huh. And the other one's to lend on real estate, and both give you the benefits of real estate as an asset with its inherent protections, its inherent value, uh, the fact that it doesn't go up as quickly or down as quickly as, say, other investments like stocks, et cetera. Well, when I think of debt, I, I think of the banks. The banks are the one who provide debt on real estate. Well, and that's exactly right. And we say investing in debt, and technically, um, that is inaccurate. Debt is when you make a loan, you're a lender, and the hallmark of being a lender is collateral. So when you invest in something like a note secured by a deed of trust, you're not because investing implies you have like upside equity and and downside risk. But if you lend correctly, you do the underwriting on the borrower, you do the underwriting on the collateral and you make a loan that's at a that gives you protective equity, meaning you you do you make a loan at a loan to value ratio of, say, you know, we we solve for 70 percent at Pacific Private Money. Banks tend to solve for 80 percent loan to value. Um, that 20 or 30 percent, depending on whether it's a 70 or 80 percent loan, is called protective equity. That's to protect the the integrity of the principal in case of that the loan. price of the right. real estate goes down. But when you you know, when you quote unquote invest in debt, you're really you're a lender. You have collateral. You have insurance. Now, not the kind of insurance like FDIC insurance when you put money in the bank, but, you know, hazard insurance, uh, a, a lender's policy of title insurance. Basically saying that, look, the person you lent the money to is a real person. They had the authority to uh, execute that note. It's, um, it is secured by a property at this particular address. And, and, if, you know, and if most of the things that could potentially go wrong are protected by that insurance policy. So, so again, investing in real estate by buying real estate uh, or investing in uh, loans, real estate loans. And at Pacific Private Money for the last 10 years, we've become become specialists in debt investment opportunities for those who maybe for many of the uh, my early investors were real estate professionals by sure. the way I mean I started in 2008 and the reason I started is because it was really apparent uh, very quickly when the recession started that the banks just literally did they just the spigot just turned off it didn't even slow down. I mean, they went from lending to yeah. everybody to lending to nobody. Yeah, yeah. And so in 2008, I came across situations where, um, you know, flippers were not able to get money. And yet there's these opportunities because there's houses in distress now and there was a buying opportunity. But if unless you had all cash, there was no way for you to to buy those properties because there wasn't financing available except from the hard money lending industry. And so um, as fate would have it, I decided to take that route uh, uh, in my career, and it turned out to be uh, very fortuitous and extremely profitable for myself and my family, and and uh, now my employees and you and I, and, yeah. and we've built a, uh, a rather respectful uh, practice at Pacific Private Money, in, in fact, making loans to real estate investors, and now even 
making loans to consumers. In fact, making loans pretty much to anybody who has a specific real estate need, although we tend to specialize in you know short-term needs in nature where we get paid back pretty quick. But Yeah, I was going to ask you, you, you know, you'd mentioned something about the employees. Uh, don't almost all your employees have some kind of investment with you, you uh, we've set it up so that all of our employees can invest in the company's products. And in okay. fact, the, uh, our primary product at Pacific Private Money is called the Pacific Private Money Fund. And of course, those who've listened to the show before have heard us talk about the Pacific Private Money Fund. It's a five-year-old mortgage pool fund where 100% of the capital that we raise in that fund is used to uh, invest in real estate notes that we originate at our brokerage, which is also called Pacific Private Money. But we actually, you know, it's set up with multiple entities. The the brokerage is Pacific Private Money Incorporated. The fund is Pacific Private Money Fund. It's owned by the people who invest. I'm an investor. You're an investor. Yep. All of my employees are investor. My mother's investor. My aunt's an investor. <laughs> and many friends uh, are, are investors, in addition to about 100 other investors who um, I've met uh, through the course of this radio show or through the uh, lunch and learns that we've done or the evening events uh, who have heard about the, uh, you know that they can earn hey i can i can park my money and not think about it and get a check every month for somewhere between averaging seven and a half to eight percent secured by real estate. And it's not tied up for 10 years. And it's not tied up for 10 years. Right. There's a one the Pacific Heart Money Fund has a one year uh, minimum hold. We're only allowed to um, take money from people who are uh, who qualify uh, a, under the accredited investor rule. Uh, that means you have a million dollar net worth. And for more information, give us a call and we can walk you through what that really means. But in the Bay Area, it's not a high bar. Uh, it's not a high threshold uh, to be qualified to invest in the Pacific Private Money Fund. But what's really nice is that most of our investors in the fund today have been in the fund for over a year. So they can treat it like a money market account. They can put money in that they know that they're going to need in three months. And because the fund is designed to be a liquid fund, meaning we we make short-term loans uh, that pay off quickly, and we also have a line of credit that allows us to, that we can dip into uh, whenever we need to for liquidity to to make a redemption. And we've got several redemptions that we're making this week. It's the first week of April. Uh, Oh, taxes. Yeah, yeah. People people are taking money out, $50,000 here, $100,000 there. Uh, We don't have anyone closing their accounts, uh, but... And they always promise to put it back in. I'm going to put it right back in again. I'm sorry. I'm so I'm sorry. sorry. I'm taking I know. It out. It's, it's like, hey, don't be sorry. It's, it's your, your money. money. Yeah. I know. I know. It's, it's, it's amazing. But, you know, it's not a money market account. But some people, if they wanted to, can treat it like one. In fact, I personally, I mean, that's I'm taking my liquid money. I've had an account since the very beginning. And so, yeah. you know, I've like anyone else, I can put money in. I could take money out. Right now, all I'm doing is putting money in because I'm parking it for a future, you know, yeah. home purchase decision that my wife and I are working on gotcha. a couple of years away from that. Yeah. In fact, when we come back, uh, because you did mention that you have to qualify to be in the fund, but you've got another product for people who are not accredited. Right. We said three ways ways. to invest in debt-secured notes. Okay. So we're going to get into those other two ways when we get back from uh, break. Here's our next trivia question. This This one surprised me. I didn't know this one. What Fortune 500 company was named for a Herman Melville character? Remember, he's Herman Melville. Wasn't he the uh, author of Moby Dick? Right? Oh, okay. yeah, But I, I, I didn't know this. Okay, that's our trivia question. Call 888-912-1190 to answer this question. What Fortune 500 company was named for a Herman Melville character? Don't touch that dial. The best to invest. You'll be right back. 
For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf. Second trivia question. What Fortune 500 company was named for a Herman Melville character? Gosh, I don't know. Nabisco? (laughs) Starbucks. Oh, really? Yeah. I, oh, I, I, right. I'm, uh, I'd have to go back to my uh, Herman Melville uh, trivia. Starbuck. To, to know, yeah, I, I guess there's something mm-hmm. to do. Okay, so Mark, um, we were talking about uh, different ways to invest in mortgage debt. Right. And and I misspoke a little bit. I just want to clarify. I said at the end of the last segment that we have three ways to invest in um, real estate secured notes. It's actually two ways to invest in notes and one way to invest in a real estate secured product. So the fund, uh, the Pacific Private Money Fund, it's a mortgage pool fund. When you invest in the fund, you're not actually investing directly in a note. No, it's like it's like a mutual fund. Right. When you're, I give my money to mm-hmm. Vanguard, I don't own the stock. I own shares in Vanguard, which purchases IBM and whatever. That's exactly yeah. right. So even though, again, it's not a mutual fund, but it's like a mutual fund of real estate secured notes. The only assets in the fund are one of three things. Cash, notes secured by real estate or real estate itself, if we've called REO, real estate owned, if we foreclosed on any property, which we have not in the fund. We did once and we sold it and made a profit. Uh, and, you know, we we probably will in the future, the law of averages being what they are. Um, but uh, right now, the only assets in the fund are cash, which we usually lend out pretty quickly, although we always have a few hundred thousand dollars up to a million dollars in cash at any given point. Uh, but uh, the vast majority of the $35 million of assets in the Pacific Private money fund today are uh, invested in real estate secured notes. So if you're a fund investor, you your your investment is diversified over all of the loans in the fund, which today we have 95 loans in the fund. And so that's a this is, it's a diversification play. It's also a passive investment play in that when you invest in the fund, you don't have to worry about being the one that reviews the loan documents or makes the lending decisions. Sure. We do that uh, at our firm. And we've got a staff a total of 17 employees who work at Pacific Private Money. And we're really, really good at what we do over the last 10 years. We have really fine-tuned um, our business model. Now, the other two ways uh, are more of a direct note investment opportunity. Uh, and when I say two, it's really it's, it's, it's pretty simple. You in, one is you invest in the entire note. If it's a million-dollar note and you have a million dollars and you're, you like to invest in whole notes, as they call it, you would, you would uh, wire your million dollars to escrow once you've uh, approved of a note that you want to invest in, uh, and that note would be yours. Your name would be on it. Uh, we would do the servicing, of course, and if any, any of the problems uh, come up, we would manage those issues. Uh, but uh, whole note investing is one, and the other one is called fractional note investing, where you own a portion of a note. So on a million-dollar note, maybe you uh, own a $100,000 interest in that uh, or 10% of that note, along with uh, up to 10 other investors. Now, our average fractionalized note has between three and five investors. I don't really like make, putting 10 investors in a no. note. It's just it's a lot of extra administrative and paperwork and from a, from an overhead uh, aspect my my team who draws our loan docs and we do everything in house we draw our own uh, attorney approved uh, and purchased loan documents uh, we also collect the monthly loan payments we service uh, we service what we sell and it's just it's just a lot of extra work for you know not a lot of extra profit so we try to encourage people who 
want to invest in fractionalized notes, we try to keep it to five or less uh, investors in a note. That way, if there is an issue, if the borrower doesn't pay uh, and you have to make a decision, I'm going to file a notice default on this guy. You don't have to, you know, herd a bunch of cats. Uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> Ten different investors to agree on on something is uh, it's, it's easier to get three to five people to agree on something than it is ten. So, but fractionalized notes is one way to invest uh, in, in, as whole notes. And we have a new platform that we've been talking about for a couple of months here on the Best of Investing Radio Show, and that is our new note sales platform for those who prefer to invest directly in a note over investing in a fund. Or if they can't qualify for the fund. Or if they can't qualify for the fund. Right. If you're not an accredited investor, uh, if you don't have a million dollar net worth, but you do have uh, capital that you'd like to deploy in a real estate secured note because, you know, you can get seven to eight percent on average uh, investing directly in a note in California. So privatemoneyloans.com is the platform that we created and launched uh, at the end of uh, 2017. And it's still kind of in startup mode. And and when I say that, I mean we're still kind of... uh, We don't have as many loans on there yet for sale as we expect to have in the coming months. However, we're really encouraging people who... um, are interested in being note investors uh, to to register uh, and get registered and start seeing the emails that you will receive as we load uh, note purchase investment options on the platform and it's it's pretty exciting. Everyone who has been using it, we've got close to a hundred people registered so far. Oh, we've been selling some notes and we're just looking for um, you know we're, we just know that everything takes time and we're transitioning from selling notes over the phone and by email to selling notes on the privatemoneyloans.com platform. And, and again, it's just something that uh, uh, we're, mirror, we're mirroring another company in Southern California that uh, uh, the owner of that company I've known for probably five years now, like him very much, honorable guy. He, um, over the last five years, uh, has developed his business model solely on his similar note sales platform, okay. not called privatemoneyloans.com. It's called something else. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's uh, he's doing anywhere from five to ten uh, loan originations per month and selling them on, on oh. his platform. So we know uh, we'd like to be doing more than that. We're, you know, our goal is to you know, be selling 20 to 25 notes per month uh, on the privatemoneyloans.com platform. But you, you do need to go check it out. It's it's pretty cool looking. Private mo- It's privatemoneyloans, plural.com, of course, all one word. And you have to register in order to look at the inventory. Right, exactly. So www.privatemoneyloans.com. Right. You need to you can you can read about it and read the FAQs and see uh, who who the uh, team members are, et cetera, by going to privatemoneyloans.com. But you're not going to be able to see the inventory of loans available for sale unless you register. And it's a registration process that does ask you some questions and there's an email verification. And some people do get a little bit lost in in the process. Not everyone is as techy uh, as some of I us are. They can always call you to, to to get more information. Well, yeah, and we've walked people going. through. And if and if you and if you you know weren't successful for whatever reason in getting registered, you know we have someone that we've assigned to to help uh, with that. So again, going back, three ways that we offer um, 
you an opportunity to participate in what we've called in the past mortgage investing, meaning you're investing in a product that's backed by real estate. One is to invest directly in the Pacific Private Money Fund. Uh, we've got 140 investors to date in that fund, totaling $35 million. We're looking to grow it to $100 million, and we know that we're going to be successful over time in, in doing that. Um, investing in the fund is one way. Uh, the second way is to invest in whole notes. Uh, and you can still call us directly and speak with Rick Culp at our office, who uh, uh, works with most of our note investors, investing in whole notes. And the third way is to invest uh, fractionally in a note. Uh, and we recommend that you check out privatemoneyloans.com, where you can invest in a portion of a note that uh, where all the detail is available to you on the website. When we come back, uh, we're going to ask Mark about a question with the stock market fluctuation and how that affects his business. Uh, next trivia question is, how many red stripes are there on the American flag? Call 888-912-1190 for the first caller with the correct answer. You're going to win uh, the tanning certificate. And uh, since we have a little tiny bit of time here, I'm going to tell you a quick little joke. My Internet is so slow, it's just faster to drive to the Google headquarters and ask them research questions in person. <laughs> do you that's, yell at the window, hey, Google, hey, hey Google. <laughs> that's right. That's what I got to do. Okay. So our trivia question, how many red stripes are there on the American flag? Call 888-912-1190. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hunt, president of Pacific Private Money. Third trivia question, how many red stripes are there on an American flag? Thirteen. No. How many ah. red stripes? Remember? Six. No, seven. Seven. You're right, because it's again, right. It's 13 total stripes, seven red and six Ah, right tricked me. Yeah, well, we didn't try to. Ah, all right. All right. So uh, email comes in, and it says, the stock market had, has had quite a lot of fluctuation these past few weeks. How does this affect your business? Well, there's two aspects of our business at Pacific Private Money. One is loan demand and the loans we make as a result of that loan demand. And then second is capital that comes in through investors. Investors looking for higher yield opportunities, alternative investment options. The type of investing that we were talking about so far this show, the three ways you can invest, mortgage pool fund, whole notes or fractional notes, those three are all considered to be in the category of alternative investments. That means alternative to traditional investments like stocks and bonds and CDs and mutual fund, money market accounts, cash in your mattress, I guess. That <laughs> doesn't earn too much interest, though. Right. It doesn't earn too much interest. And uh, it could cost you if you have, like, bed bugs and weebles, but uh, <laughs> that's another story. But uh, alternative investments. And so, you know, the volatility in the stock market I'll, I'll tell you, we get more interest from investors looking to diversify yeah. or pull money out of their traditional investments. Like, for example, now you know the bond market has also uh, been hammered, you know, with rising interest rates. So, so um, you know, we've seen people coming out of bonds, uh, people coming out of the stock market with uh, you know liquidating a portion of their investment in in those two asset classes and looking at alternatives uh, for ways that they can you know continue to maintain a decent yield overall in their investment. 
investment portfolio. Now, on the demand side, on the loan demand side, um, you know, the, the stock market is really more of an indicator of. Uh, consumer confidence. So yeah. when the market is volatile, consumer confidence tends to take a hit. And when consumer confidence takes a hit, they spend less, you know, they yeah. tend to get a hoard we tend to get a hoarding mentality. We start looking about and worrying about things like, wow, we're you know almost 10 years into this recovery. You know, when's the next recession? So all kinds of conversations start to happen in our mind. And we, and we begin to get more conservative. Now, just the nature of real estate and those who purchase real estate today, I'm not sure that there's a strong correlation really at the end of the day between stock market behavior and real estate purchases because the, the people who are who are buying real estate if you're buying a home you're buying a home because you need or want a home and what the stock market does is generally not going to impact your decision unless foolishly you have your entire down payment in the stock market. It just went down by a hundred thousand dollars. But I think some people with uh, the mindset that, uh, Oh, the market's going down. That means the economy's going down and I'll hold off on my purchase or which, which could theoretically drop prices. You're right. And you know, sometimes I've heard other people in our industry say, well, our returns are not correlated to the stock market. Meaning that yeah. no matter what happens in the stock market, your money is safe with us. Well, I mean, that's just not, not really the, true really, because yeah. everything is kind of, when it comes to yeah. the economy, is kind of interrelated. Exactly. And things that negatively impact consumer confidence are ultimately going to trickle down. Sure, sure. Now, now that term. being said, <laughs> if, if there's a million-dollar house and you've made a $650,000 first mortgage, i.e. 65%, mm-hmm. and the economy goes down because the stock market goes down, mm-hmm. and that price of that house has now gone down 20%, it's worth 800000 you still have some protected if equity because you've only made a loan of six fifty. Right, and, and remember that a home is not going to depreciate by 20% in... It's not even going to do it in a year. Probably I mean, it, 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 it at least not in our lifetime has real estate depreciated twenty percent in one, in one year. year. And the thing, over the, over and three years in the last downturn, which yeah. went way longer than anyone had predicted, yeah. real estate did decline by twenty to even fifty percent in some markets. But it didn't do that in a year. And so, and, and the reason you mentioned a year, right? Is because we like making one year loans, loans, right? Exactly. exactly. We're yeah. in the short term loan business now. There are other. Companies like Pacific Private Money in California that specialize in longer term loans, longer term meaning five year loans, seven year loans, 10, 15 year loans, because they're going after a different uh, model. They're maybe going after rental properties or commercial properties and providing uh, loans to people who uh, can't get bank financing for whatever reason. And you know, we're just uh, that's there's nothing wrong with that model. We just tend to prefer the model that provides a little bit more liquidity and certainty of performance. And for us, it's we want to make a loan to somebody that's going to do one of two things. They are going to sell the property after something happens, like they're going to remodel it and sell it. Or they have a high degree of certainty, and we can verify that with their mortgage broker that they're going to refinance conventionally out of our higher interest 
like, private money loan. Like maybe they had a little bit of a lower FICO score for some reason, and the broker is helping them bring that FICO score back up. Right, right. That's, no, that's exactly right. I mean, there's, and we've done shows where we've, where we've spent the entire show just talking about why would anybody pay 10% for money, or 9.5 or 9 or 8.5, or whatever it is that we're charging that, that for that particular transaction, why would anybody pay the rates you charge when bank financing is still 4%? Well, there's hundreds of reasons why someone would do that. Most of the time, it's because of speed, because we can do a bank, we can do a loan in five days, and there isn't a bank that I know of that can do uh, realistically do a loan in less than 21 days, and most yep. of them can't do a loan in less than 45 days because they just can't With all the regulations out of their own way. Right, thanks to thanks to Dodd. I'm sorry, I'm bashing the banks, but uh, <laughs> um, I, I, somebody has to. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank goodness they do, because that actually helps your business. But, uh, that's but you know, why on earth would anybody pay 9% for money when they can get 4% from the bank? Well, they can't. If they could get it from the bank, they would. Yeah. It's usually speed. It's usually there's a glitch in their credit or a glitch because they don't have seasoned funds, meaning they haven't had money sitting in a bank for six months, which most, most banks like to see before or, they make or you a some, Or something simple like... Uh, the person has more than five loans on real estate, and there's some banks that say, you know what, you're done. Right. The the yeah. um, Those who are uh, invested in a lot of real estate, that's exactly right. They'll have their five, maybe even ten bank loans, because some banks will go up to ten. Yeah. But that 11th property, they can't qualify. There, there isn't bank financing available for them. So they yeah. go private, and it makes sense for them to go private because they can capture the property, they can improve the property, then sell it, and or there are some you know additional kind of subprime. We don't really use that term anymore, but there's some non-prime yeah. sources for funding that won't look at that 10 um, property rule. But like banks, it takes longer to qualify for that money, and, and uh, you know you, you may pay 6% for that money versus the 4 or 5%, um, and it's still better than what we charge on average which is 9%. Um, but again, they're not as fast as we are. And again, we're just, we exist to save transactions that are in some form of distress, usually around time, i.e. running out of it. Um, another thing we do that, uh, that banks don't do is we can cross-collateralize over multiple pieces of property. And so if you're living in a home and your down payment for your next home and you want to move up or you want to move down, your down payment's tied up in your existing home and you don't want to sell it first because who wants to move twice in this market where you can't find you know, rental property, uh, where rents are hard to come by? Rental properties are hard to come by. They're as hard to come by as properties available to purchase. I mean, it's just, it's a really yeah. tight market overall. So we offer an option for people so that they don't have to move uh, twice. They can move once. We will um, provide them up to 100% target financing for the property they want to move into and cross over onto their existing property. And as long as we can solve for what we call 70% or better combined loan to value, we can make you that loan. So for more information, go to PacificPrivateMoney.com. That's PacificPrivateMoney.com. Or call us next week. We'll be open for business. 415-883-2150. Don't touch that dial. The best investing will be right back with some closing comments and a funny joke. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. 
Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hoff. Now, we didn't have a trivia question, but I do have a funny joke. All right. All right. And this has to do with city workers. So a passerby noticed a couple of city workers working along the city sidewalks. The man was quite impressed with their hard work, but he couldn't understand what they were doing. Finally, he approached the workers and asked, I appreciate how hard you're both working, but what the heck are you doing? It seems like one of you digs a hole, and then the other guy immediately fills it back up. Again. One of the city workers explained, oh, it's because the third guy who plants the trees is off sick today. (laughs) And that's your city workers for you. (laughs) 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 All right, uh, Mark, the Pacific Private Money Fund, you're going to be doing an event pretty soon, aren't you? We are. And unfortunately, I only know the date and time and city because Nam Phan, who keeps all of this stuff for me (laughs) readily available, and I'm looking at my phone calendar and it's not the detail isn't in there, but uh, we are we do have a a fun event uh, in San Mateo on uh, it is on Wednesday. No, no, Tuesday, isn't it? Tuesday, Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday April seventeenth. Tuesday, April seventeenth, six p.m. Tuesday, 6 PM. April seventeenth at six p.m. in San Mateo, and for the address and uh, to RSVP, you're going to need to call Nam Fun at our office, and he's a great guy to talk to. If you've never spoken to him before, and you have any interest in what we do at Pacific Private Money, you really need to speak with Nam. The guy is just great. Uh, he's at four one five. 883-2150. That's our general call-in number. You'll get uh, anyone from our staff. Uh, that's the number you call if you're looking to borrow money, if you're looking to refer a loan to us, if you're looking to invest money, or if you have any questions at all about how alternative, how our alternative real estate financing works or how our alternative investment strategies work, you call 415-883-2150 and we'll tell you, we'll answer your questions and and you know it's really it's interesting um you know, in this day and age where everyone seems to email and they want to go to your website and read first, yeah. I've, I've noticed a very high declination of, of people who will actually pick up the phone and call and ask questions. And huh. some of that just is based on a fear of being sold. Oh, God I'm afraid yeah. if I call you there, you know, you're not going to let me off the phone you know, <laughs> until, until I write a $100,000 check. Yeah. You know, it's just we don't sell. We, I mean, and I really mean that. I have never, never asked anyone to invest money with us. I, I have shown up. I have talked about, I've answered all the questions. I've said, this is what we do and this is what we pay. Well, Here's our track record. But I've never asked anybody to actually write me a check. What ends up happening is they, they always say, well, how do I invest? Yeah. And, and well, isn't that the first thing of closing a deal is asking for the money? But you know, <laughs> when it comes to this type of business model, I'm a strong believer in attraction over promotion. Yeah. I really am. Yeah. And, and I'm sincere in that. We don't sell. We will give you all the information you want. You can ask as many questions as you want. We've heard them all. You're not going to stump us. Yeah. And and you can then you know sit on it for three months and then call us again. Or you could come visit us and sit with us in our um, conference room. Or bring your attorney, accountant, or financial advisor. And some do. <laughs> yeah. And some do. Absolutely. We love. I you know I would rather talk to somebody during the business day than sit there and live in my inbox responding to endless emails. I can always, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. I can always delegate that to Sarah, my assistant. I'd, I'd much rather talk to people. And so I love it when people call with questions. I love taking calls. I love talking to people. And, and again, this is, it's all about educating, um, 
the the public about how to invest in the alternative investment strategy known as mortgage investing, mortgage pool funds, whole notes or fractional notes. You can earn on average seven and a half percent or more on your investments by investing with Pacific Private and, Money. And you're good enough to just give them information. Again, like I said, you're not selling them anything, uh, even if they just have questions. Right. So call us at four one five eight eight three two one five zero, or if you're just too afraid to pick up the phone because you're convinced we're going to try to sell you something, just go to our website, PacificPrivateMoney.com. All right. We're going to cut out for the day. Here's our thoughts for the day. It's not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you're not, said Dennis Waitley. I don't know who that is, but that's a good saying. And challenges are what make life interesting, and overcoming them is what makes life meaningful. That's another good one. I don't know who said that, but that's a good one, too. Nice. All right. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.